Good evening, We are continuing along here in Perak Shvi, the seventh Perak, listing five different ways of indicating a humble person. How could you tell a humble person? Well, you'll see him behaving in this fashion. And the third one, which we began last night, is that when somebody says something about him, because he gets somewhat of a reputation, either for good or bad, and he becomes known, and people start talking about him, and he hears his praise being sung. People are singing his praises about great things that he has done, great mitzvahs that he's accomplished. So he has to look at it very low in his own mind and says, nah, this is uh, nothing. It certainly doesn't uh, add up at all. It doesn't equate to the amount of sins that I have done. And he should say to the person who's praising him, Rav Lechachi, please stop. You don't realize that my, my sins outweigh all of the great things that I may have done. In in uh, in such proportion as as if the good deeds are compared to a spark which goes into a big ocean, and uh, in 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 the uh, and the deed itself, who knows if it was pure enough that it will be accepted by Hashem? Could be that it was has an effect because of the motives that I had in mind when I did those deeds. Then who says that Hashem even accepted it? Who says Hashem didn't take those deeds and throw it back in my face? How could we say such a thing? Did we ever see such a thing in history that Hashem would take the good deeds of a person and throw it back in his face? So Chavis quotes a Pasuk in Yeshaya. As we mentioned last night, this is a Pasuk which we read in the Haftar of Shabbos Chazoin. The Shabbos prior to Tishabov which we uh, use the words of Yeshaya Novi and his reprimandment of Klal Yisrael at his time, and the truth is, it's still at this time. Because the Gemara tells us that any Novi that is a no-Novi was Hutzruchol Adairis. In other words, the Gemara tells us in Megillah that there were really millions of Neviim in the Bnei Neviim, the Yeshivas, the many people who reached the level of prophecy. Why do we only know of 48 unique ones? Because those were the ones that their message carries until today. So that means the, the message of Yeshaya carries till today as well. And the Pesach quote here, because is, When you come to see me, in the base Hamidish, Who asked you, who requested this Rameis Chatzera that you should trample in my courtyard? Sifu. Do not continue to have minchas shuv. Don't continue bringing these karbonos, these menachos, these gifts, which are vain. Keteris tayeva. I am disgusted by it. Hashem says. So, what is the what is the meaning by this? Why is Hashem disgusted by karbonos, by offerings that we are bringing to the base of Mikdash? So, if we look at the psukim over there, we get a glimpse at the next pasuk. Okay. This Pasuk here is telling us that Hashem says, what do I need your karbonus? Don't keep bringing these false minchas, these keteris tayeva. Says the Pasuk, in Pasuk, this is Yud, yud Aleph Yud Beis. In Pasuk, this is Yud 
Beis Yud Gimel rather. In Pasuk Yud Dalet, the following Pasuk, Hashem says, Chod Sheichem Umayadeichem Sono Nafshi. Yeroshe Chodoshim. Okay? And <coughs> your Mayadim, your Yomim Tevim, Sono Nafshi. Hashem says, I despise them. They're hated by my nefesh. Kaviyochel. Hoyu Olay Lotoirach. They're just a burden on me. What is the pshat here? So the Rishonim already are medayik. The reason is because it's Chod Sheichem Umayadeichem. And it's you made your own holiday. You made your own Yom Tif. You made your own Rosh Chodesh. You did it for yourself. You wanted to have an enjoyable day. Did you do it for my sake? Did you do it because you wanted to spend time to have focus on connecting with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, having a day that's free for learning, for davening properly. Even the wonderful suudas that we have, these luscious meals, we do it because, oh, all the shame shemaim, we just eat because it's a special day, or it's an excuse to be able to stuff ourselves. So at the time when Yeshai was talking to them, he was saying, it's Shechad Sheichem, it's your own Rosh Chodesh. Umayadechem, it's your own Rosh Chodesh, your own Mayadim, if it's your own Yom Tevim. You're not doing it for me. I, I, that, that's the that's the Tfi Hashem has on us. And that's the Pasuk over here also. So therefore the person who is is uh, looking at his own Meisim and saying, you're praising me about things that I did. Who knows if it was not diluted, if it wasn't so mixed with feelings of my own personal gains. Who knows if it wasn't to, to get recognition from other people. Who knows if it wasn't just to to get a good reputation. So since that can be mixed in, and we see when it's mixed in in such a strong way, then Hashem says, those things I want, you think I need your mitzvahs? Do you think I need your acts, which seem to be mitzvahs, your acts of karbonus, your acts of Yom Tovim? If they're really for yourself that you're doing it, Hashem says, I'll throw it back in your face. So person has to be careful, and certainly even the, the humble ones says, you know, when people are praising me about great things that I did, can I really say I did them altruistically? I did a L'Shem Shemayim? Who knows how much of my own vested interest was entangled in that? Okay? So that would be the, the approach, and a person should use that to say, listen, I have to be more L'Shem Shemayim. I have to be with more pure motives. Said the All the more so. And still now we're talking about they they praise him for something that actually he did good, but he has to play it down. He has to tell the person, ah, you're praising me for things. Who knows if my maizim were really acceptable maizim to Hashem? Who knows if it outweighs the fact that I do so many sins? Koshkin, all the more so, if they praise him about things that it's actually, they're fabricated. They never happened. They think this person did it, or they praise him knowing he didn't do it, but they wanted to flatter him. All the more so, he has to push it away from himself. You know, it's amazing the way we are. Sometimes we hear praise about ourselves, and even though intellectually we think, nah, come on, that's not me. I mean, the way the things they're saying about me, that's not really me. 
but somehow emotionally we start convincing ourselves. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm a little bit as great as he says I am. That's the way our mind plays tricks on us. If it's false, we should make sure to know it ourselves. The truth of the matter is, in the Sefer Orchus Sadiqim, right in one of the first chapters that he has, Shara Gaiva, he quotes an interesting Chazal. This is a Yerushalmi in a Mesechta Shvius, Perik Yud, Allah Gimel. The Yerushalmi says like this, if they honor a person, they praise him, they give him special respect and honor, because they are under the impression, they think he knows two mesechtes, and he really only knows one. say You should say to them, I only know one. And as they sense or they or they express openly, they say, Oh, we heard that you learned uh, ten Mesechtes of Shas. Oh, we heard you learned you, you went through Dafyaimi twice. And it's not true. Let's say you only went through Dafyaimi one time. The Gemara says you should say to the person, It's not true what you're saying. I don't know why you're affording me this honor, this it's not true, don't give me this covet. I only did it one time. The truth is, if a person is a Tamachachim, the Gemara Bamitziah, we know, of Gimel says a Tamachachim is one of the things he's allowed to lie about. Even if they say, oh, I heard that you learned all the Shas, you're allowed to lie and say it's not true. It's one of these you're allowed to lie about. But certainly if it's not true in the first place, the one has to be honest. It's a test that we have sometimes. You know? Uh, it's our humility coming out in the wrong way. person says, Oh, I heard you did this. Is, I heard you gave a million dollars to Tzedakah. And it's not really true. You only gave a half a million. Yeah, but you don't want to say anything, you know, because if you tell them that, you're saying you gave a half a million. But if they're honoring you for something you didn't do, says Ghazal, you say, No, I didn't do that. It's didn't, I didn't accomplish as much as you're saying. So we're saying even a person was praised for something he did do. He should say to himself, I'm not even sure if this can be considered worthy. But certainly, if they praise him something he never did, and the person really should say to the to the person telling him that he did all these things, it's enough, my brother. It's enough that I've come up short in the things that I'm really obligated to fulfill Tashem Yisborach. But what's worse, that if you praise me for things that I really don't have, that I'm really not, that could be harmful to me. It's a very interesting thing. People sometimes relish in the fact that other people praise them for things they did, for things they didn't do. Eh, I won't tell them the secret that I'm not really as accomplished as he's telling, saying it is. It's not a, it's not a healthy thing. Says Chavazovus, you have to tell the person, Don't add on to all of this. For the sin of my coming up short. And your praise, which is going to make a sin for me, 
in things that I never did. I know my sins. I know my iniquities more than you. David says, I know my sins. My I'm very aware of them. And therefore, don't praise me for things that I'm not. But from Chavis Avavis, you see here, don't add on to my sins by praising me for things that I never did. And I just want to mention here something, not a lot of people are aware of this, both the the person saying it and the person hearing it. This is a in Hilchas Avelis, Yeredeya Shin Mem Dalid, Sif Aleph. Listen to this halacha. Mitzvah gedoyla lahaspid ala meis It's a tremendous mitzvah to eulogize someone who died properly. And it's a mitzvah to raise your voice, try to stir up emotion amongst the people who are listening. Ulahazkir shivchay. And to mention praise about the deceased. Va'osur lahaflig bishvacho yoiser midai. It is also to exaggerate too much about the deceased. It's also to exaggerate too much. Now, too much sounds like you're allowed to exaggerate somewhat, and the Taz says, yeah, it is true. The Taz says, what do you mean, you're allowed to exaggerate a little bit? Kosha, he says, mali sheker ma'at, mali sheker harbe. What's the difference if it's a little lie or a big lie? Don't exaggerate too much, but a little bit you could. Why? So the Taz says an amazing Kiddush. Venira, the Tepshade is that really, if a person did good things, he gives an example, going tzedakah, or similar, he did a certain amount. But the truth is, if he would have give, been given the opportunity to do even more, he would have done even more. So we can even count that, that he really did more. So to exaggerate a little bit, says the Taz, that is permissible. That's acceptable. Because really he did more, and, and he would have wanted to do more. Others explain it because sometimes you don't like saying so many great things about the person. So your little exaggeration is actually on par with what he really is. But to be maflig, but to exaggerate in the shvach yesumidai, not only is it improper, it's oser. And if a call hamazgir, al klal, if you mention something about this deceased, it's something that he doesn't have, never did. Or you exaggerate too much in what he did do, but you exaggerate more. The person is doing something bad for himself because he's saying a, a shaker, a lie. To the deceased, you think, what's the big deal? So people think he's great, he's dead anyway. What's the big deal? What's wrong? How can it be, how can it be bad for the deceased? The answer is the Chavis of Abbas right here. The answer is because if you praise somebody in something, but he's not, in Shemayim, they're going to say, hmm, I see people are saying about this, that means they must expect of this person that he's supposed to be great like that. He, they must expect of him that he's the type of person that should have been like that, and he's not. Oh, that's going to be held on his account. So that's why the Shulchan says it's also to praise somebody and exaggerate too much, because then in Shemayim, they're going to hold that person accountable. Why indeed did he not live up to that expectation that people thought about him? So that's when a person feels that people are praising him 
too much, he should say to them, stop, don't praise me like that. It's enough that I haven't been done to that, but you're gathering sin upon that, and you're gathering sin upon me when you're saying too many praises about me. So this is what the, uh, the truly humble person, that's his reaction. Not like many people, eh, it's great, that's what he's saying about me. But we can use this motivation of what the Shulchan Aruch says, it's not good to be praised about things that we never did because then we're held to a higher standard. And the humble person says, don't say that. The humble person says, you're saying that I know this amount, I don't know that amount. I did this amount, I didn't do that amount. That's the true humble person. Agutenacht.